Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Maryland and Virginia join a multi-million dollar settlement agreement with e-cigarette maker Jewel Labs. Losses on Wall Street, the Dow down 173, NASDAQ down 86, S&P down 16. Washington playing tonight along with Baltimore when it comes to MLB baseball. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Firefighters are working under extreme heat conditions to contain a wildfire in Hemet, California that's already killed two people. KCBS TV's Kara Finstrom talked to some residents who had to get out of the, out of the area fast. We believe our house was saved. We're one of the lucky ones. We feel bad for all these other people that lost their homes. Stephanie Orr feels the heaviness of her neighbors' hearts as they wait to learn the fate of their homes. Her reassurance came from a friend who saw her house standing after the fire moved through. Thankfully, we're all right. A few of our other neighbors are all right. So Early today, fire crews said the two people who died in last night's fire were trying to flee. A third person was badly burned and taken to the hospital. California's extreme heat has also maxed out the power grid. PG&E's Teresa Alvarado tweeted this message. Rotating outages are possible later this afternoon. As a result, we're contacting about 525,000 customers who might experience outages lasting one to two hours later today. The Northeast is bracing for more rain after days of storms. Chris Warren's with the Weather Channel. Many areas in Connecticut and Rhode Island, three to five inches. Some areas close to a foot of rain. For a while, parts of Interstate 95 south of Providence was shut down because of the flooding. Connecticut got a month's worth of rain in a day. Students went back to school in Uvalde, Texas today, just three months after the massacre there. State Senator Roland Gutierrez says it was emotional. There are still kids that go to trauma therapy every day. Uh, there are kids in Rob that were in adjacent classrooms that were stuck in those classrooms. They're never going to be the same again. He says schools need more security. Indiana wants to tax student loan debt relief as income. CBS's Allison Keyes explains. The Indiana Department of Revenue says residents are required to list their forgiven loans as taxable income under law, and they must also pay additional county taxes. That means some could have to pay up to $400. The nonprofit tax foundation says other states, including Mississippi, Arkansas, and North Carolina, also tax forgiven debt as income unless they change their law to conform with a federal tax exemption for the student loans. Allison Keyes, CBS News. People in Jackson, Mississippi have running water again, but it's still not clean or safe to drink. And Mayor Shukwe Lumumba keeps hammering this warning. Not a matter of if these systems will fail again, but when these systems will fail again, if we don't have permanent fixes in place. A boil water notice is in effect. This is CBS News. The Dell Technologies Labor Day event is here. Up to 48% off Vostro laptops with 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Upgrade by calling 877-ASK-DELL. It's 8.03 on Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. 76 degrees, less humid tonight, lows near 70.
Good evening. I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. A U.S. House panel is hearing today from a former executive with the Washington Commanders. This comes as lawmakers resume their probe into accusations of workplace misconduct involving the team. WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. Former General Manager Bruce Allen is providing a deposition to the House Oversight and Reform Committee. Lawmakers have been looking into allegations of sexual harassment and other misconduct involving the team and owner Dan Snyder. Snyder has denied a specific allegation made against him by a former team employee and testified before the committee for close to 11 hours during the summer. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell has also testified publicly before the committee. He declined to speak about the sexual accusation made against Snyder, but did say... We would consider discipline if the results of the investigation warrant. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. A member of the Fairfax County School Board wants to join the Virginia House of Delegates. Providence District Board member Carl Frisch says he will run for the seat vacated by Delegate Mark Keem. Keem is leaving the General Assembly for a job in the Biden administration. Frisch tells WTOP he sees it as an opportunity to continue serving the community. Up until we started hearing about Delegate Keem's plans, my intent had been to run for re-election. I think this is a bigger platform for which to serve the community and to bring a much-needed voice to Richmond. Virginia's 35th district includes McLean, Tysons, Dunloring, Oakton, Penderbrook, and Vienna. A special election date has not yet been set, but Fairfax Now reports education advocate Holly Siebold also plans to run in that special election. No endorsement today for the Republican nominee for Maryland governor, Dan Cox, from the top GOP leader in the state Senate. The Baltimore Sun reports Senate Minority Leader Brian Simonair was asked about the governor's race during a virtual news conference today. But Simonair said he's only focused on candidates for state Senate. Cox is a far-right Republican supported by former President Trump. In fact... Cox attended Mr. Trump's rally in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania over the weekend, where the former president said he was proud of Cox for his primary win. An area contractor is in some big trouble. This after he admitted taking down payments from people in Northern Virginia, but never building their patios and decks. Here in Fairfax County, contractor Ryan Vanover pleaded guilty to construction fraud. Under the proposed plea agreement, he'd get probation and have to pay restitution to three customers. In Loudoun County, he's pleaded guilty in six counts of taking the down payment but not delivering. He could get one to 20 years for each count and be required to pay more than a quarter million dollars in restitution. He's also due to be sentenced in Prince William and Fauquier counties and is set to stand trial in Stafford County next month. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. The all clear has been issued in Hagerstown, where about a thousand people had to be evacuated after Columbia gas crews hit a six-inch gas line this afternoon. All residents have been given the green light to return home. The communication officer for the city of Hagerstown tells WTOP the gas line break happened shortly before 1 this afternoon on West Memorial Boulevard and South Potomac Street. A nearby elementary school was also evacuated to a park. Coming up here, after traffic and weather, the U.K.'s new prime minister has a long list of serious challenges and is facing some serious headwinds. We'll get all the details on that from the Washington Post foreign affairs columnist. It's 8.07. That sound? That's flowers putting up a fight. Thousands of them at the Alzheimer's Association walk to end Alzheimer's, carried by people committed to the cause. 
It doesn't matter what obstacles are in their way. Just like flowers, our participants keep going, raising funds and awareness for a breakthrough in the fight against Alzheimer's and all other dementia. Now it's time to add your flower. Join us at alz.org slash walk. Here's John Check, Executive Director of Cyber Protection Solutions with Raytheon Intelligence and Space. When our nation needs the best in cybersecurity, they look to the team at Raytheon Intelligence and Space. We have seasoned cybersecurity professionals actively protecting our nation's most vital infrastructure.